Hey, spooky friends, and welcome to The Twisted Twins, hosted by Britt and Kay. And happy weekend. So Kayla and I were just talking. I'm sure if you guys all have TikTok, you Mm -hmm. have seen this all over your For You page. Mm-hmm. The beautiful song. It gives me chills like every time. Unless it's a video that's like mocking it, then I'm like, yeah. oh, look, it suck. Yeah, it's the ceilings trend. But it's over. Then you're driving home. And it kind of comes out as I get up to go. You kiss me in your car. And it feels like the start of a movie I've seen Which, honestly, by the time this episode comes out, it might not be as big of a trend anymore. Yeah. But um, but it's so good. And we were kind of in a discussion. Yeah. A heated discussion about what the words are. Okay. Right. Because there's, it's obviously TikTok does the sped up version of songs. So it sounds like chipmunks. And on some (laughs) podcast, I heard someone that was like, I just realized that they're speeding up regular songs. I just thought artists were like putting their voice in chipmunk voice. And I was like, the fuck? that's some boomer ass shit to say. But um, I don't know who said it, but I remember hearing that. I was like, okay. But um, I do like some songs that are sped up from Me TikTok. too. It's like makes like, it like snaps. Yeah. Like snap it one, two. Where are you? But I love the regular version too. Anyway, so I saw um I saw one of those videos before we started filming. And of course I'm all in my feels because it was so good. And I was like, I'm gonna just find the sped up version on Apple Music. Cause we're an Apple Music family. Yes. Diehard Apple Music. Yeah. I mean, we love Spotify podcasts. We love Spotify podcasts. We sure do. We do. But we've been we've been an Apple fam for like ten years. Since it happened, <laughs> yeah. Since like LimeWire failed us, exactly. It's been Apple ever since. So I'm looking for it, and they say that they're sped up versions of the song "Ceilings." Mm-hmm. They're not sneaky. They just changed the title. So uh-huh. I can't find the sped up version on Apple Music at this point. But anyways, we went and figured out what the words are. And if you guys were wondering, now we'll tell you. Instead of, um, I don't want to sing it. And you but, can't uh, sing. <laughs> and, I, and you don't, you don't exist. And I can't recall. And I last... thought it was, and I can't recall the last time that we kissed. And I thought it was, <laughs> and I can't recall the last time we, or the last time we first kissed. Which I thought was like, or the... The last time I first kissed, like, had a first, I assumed it was like a first date, first kiss type of thing. Right. But it's actually, and And I can't recall. And I can't recall the last time I was kissed and me being a single ass bitch. (sighs) 
and me just being a hopeless romantic my entire yeah. life i was like oh my god that's so good yeah and if so you guys good. i'll i'll try to figure out the tiktok that made me absolutely fall in love with the song it's this um like amazing man and he's an ice skater and he is just i send brit these tiktoks constantly of him because mm -hmm. he's just freaking amazing it's like backflipping on yeah. a frozen the way lake he moves it's so fluid so and it gives me chills and i'm like every time in the to the one to that song i was like shut the fuck up this yeah is so when he starts like beautiful. running during that song yes! and then he like falls to his knees and he's sliding it's freaking phenomenal so yeah. if i figure out what his name is because he only comes up all the time like random times because of my algorithm but i do follow him so i have to figure out who he is yeah. um and then i'll like post him on the when i edit it because you guys gotta check him out he's amazing mm -hmm. but anyways yeah that was just some fun stuff that yeah we were talking about right before the episode mm -hmm. began and that's what I, we do i've been drinking this to get in the zone auto zone <laughs> <laughs> this amazing energy drink if you like peaches which i do luckily yo this tastes bomb i was mm. like <laughs> chug, chug, i chug. love their energy drinks i don't drink a ton of energy drinks but those ones are good i know i like most I like of them. their flavors there are a few that i personally have blacklisted because i hate them but <laughs> really i like the majority of their flavors i think my favorite one was um when i drink which if you guys are sorry if you guys are listening um and not on <laughs> youtube yeah. <Hi>. <laughs> i'm talking about alani new energy drinks and it's juicy peach which is just oh so good but yeah i'm not a fan of their hawaiian shaved ice bleh, the mimosa bleh, and um this one that's like supposed to be skittly nah rainbow candy not my favorite at all i like their i like the everything else one the purple space the purple space one it's like cotton candy yes yeah i like that one but it's so sweet cosmic so sweet. stardust you're why do i know best <laughs> get us a sponsor, sponsor <laughs> get us a sponsorship with alani new all of a sudden who cares about coffee i love alani new i'm back into drinking energy drinks every single day guys oh my gosh <laughs> but you can't beat my coffee mug which is like i, I have foam this isn't like gross cinnamon or anything it's foam good night but it's um yeah are you can you can't tell it's just a little kit cat there's no eyes though which i hate but so cute it is adorable and i almost i almost made a uh the energy drink is coming yeah, almost made go. a cup of coffee but i was like you know what it's been sitting in my fridge for like a day i am gonna drink it crazy so yeah. anywho Hi. today's <laughs> today's episode we are going to be talking all about haunted castles yes seriously guys this topic has been on the i don't know the shelf. wish list yeah yeah for so long and we've been and this is part one mm -hmm. because we're going to be coming at you I don't know if you guys are on YouTube. I don't know what he's doing. This is Howell. Some of you guys, if this isn't your first rodeo with us, you know him, you love him. I don't know what he's doing and I apologize. 
So <laughs> anyways, um, the cat just decided to pop into the frame. But um, yes, part one, we have been wanting to do haunted castles for so long. And one of the ones I picked today to talk about, I want to go to so bad in person. But I want to go to most of them, honestly. Not all of them. No, I, the two that I picked, I'm not. You're never going to go? I mean, <clears throat> I never say never. Never say never. But um, probably not. <laughs> yeah. Definitely one is like a fuck that. But there's there's some that when I was researching them, I was like, oh, sounds so amazing. I know. There's Just the history. History. Or, kind of like a little preview into our our part two of haunted castles we'll be talking about a castle in japan and i was researching it but i was like there's so much information in history like i just didn't have the time to compile it all for this part but i was like that is one that i want to a hundred percent visit at some point in my life but the two today unfortunately no thank you and i will get into why <laughs> come in a minute yeah, so both of mine, well, one of mine is from, it is a castle in Scotland. So if any of our listeners are from Scotland, we will be talking about your beautiful home country. And I'm really excited to talk about it because uh, it's Scotland. And I just love the history there. And then my second one is from Austria. And if you, any of you guys are from Austria, this castle's intense. <laughs> Yeah. So we'll get into it. Brittany, where are yours from? So they're both pretty much like Central Europe, which is, um, I was like, I want to look at castles from all over the world. And then the two that jumped out, of course, were both from like Central Europe. So my first one is in like, like present day, modern day um, Czech Republic. And then the other one is in uh, Sylvania. So mm -hmm. they're both like, near-ish to each other but in central europe so that's where we're kind of hanging out and um yeah Alrighty. so the first one i'm going to be talking about is a tale of some ghouls and an italian prince oh Ooh. Mm -hmm. do tell so <laughs> don't mind me clearing my note paper <laughs> so Outside, like on the outskirts of Italy's countryside in the north, folklore there um, tells a story of a guarded fortress of a very cruel leader. It is said that he stole away a beautiful princess and kept her in his castle to force a marriage between the two of them and to link certain dynasties around the area to rule together. Now, the hauntings of this fortress vary from accounts of ghoulish apparitions. Why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> what do you have going on? What's your sneaky hidden agenda? Well, brown nose with a hidden agenda. Aww. Okay, all right, okay. I'm like, mm, <laughs> suspicious. So, now the hauntings of this fortress vary from several different accounts of ghoulish apparitions, trapdoors, booby traps, and plenty of mazes. All right, so this is a pretty intense fortress. 
And it's, it is said that within the fortress, the ghostly apparitions float. But as long as you keep your eyes on them, they'll cover their eyes and stop in their tracks. But if you were to turn your back to them, <clears throat> they're able to follow you and then attack you. So now... Out of all futuristic ghouls. ass ghouls of these. <laughs> <laughs> now, the biggest ghoul is said to roam this mysterious castle, and it can be stopped in its tracks again by looking into his dark, soulless eyes. But if you turn your back, he can strike and kill you. Like straight up kill you. And then once you defeat this maze, you battle Bowser and you rescue Peach. And Pretty, the you're so dumb. <laughs> it's me, so Mario. Dumb. I was like, this shit don't make sense. He's like, I know I've done heard about this ghost. And stop and be looking at it. You're so fucking dumb. <laughs> <sighs> yeah anyway let me <laughs> i got my real castles here on my laptop i had to do that one i just i had to oh my God. north italy <laughs> did you say her name was peach i didn't in the beginning no i didn't name any names but i was like an Italian prince who has to go go and save the princess. <laughs> Dude, he's a plumber. <laughs> hey, he's a prince to some people. He's a prince he's a, to Peach. He's a Japanese plumber who grew up in Italy. He's a pudgy. Uh... Hey, uh, hey, that's pudgy. what I said when I googled him. He's a, <laughs> he's a pudgy plumber. <laughs> Italian plumber. Okay. Oh my gosh. But in all seriousness, I couldn't keep a straight face. (laughs) I saw, I was like, you up to something, bitch. (laughs) Like, either we, like, have watched the movie about it or it was bullshit. I knew it. (laughs) Sneaky. All right, go ahead. Okay, so now this one is, like, no laughing matter. (sighs) And it is called Huska Castle. So, first constructed in the mid-1200s by the King of Bohemia, the Iron and the Golden King, Ottokar II. So this man had many different titles over his lifetime. (laughs) Over his lifetime. But back to the mysterious and isolated castle he built and was built for a very specific reason. Let me grab my glasses because I am blind. Where did they go? So the castle itself is very remote, located in the lush forest, swampy, mountainous landscape of modern day Czech Republic in Central Europe. And it's carved into a very steep hillside, kind of like a cliff situation of limestone. The castle itself was very cut off from the outside world. And it solely relied on a cistern for rainwater as a water source, had no kitchen, and was completely isolated, like I said, from active trade routes. Like very, 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 very far cut off 
from the world. Right. Um, now the castle sits upon a rocky cliffside, and over the years it received several internal remodels or updates. Now it was built originally in a gothic style in nature, mm. with no stairs leading to the higher floors, false windows on its exterior, um, and within the actual castle, the outer defensive walls actually were built facing inwards. But why? Perhaps instead of keeping evil out of the castle, it was to keep the evil within. Yes. <laughs> what? John, John, John! Seriously, okay. So, <clears throat> apparently the lower levels of the castle and where the Huska Chapel, the Huska, the Huska Ch Castle Chapel, say that five times fast. No. <laughs> and the chapel is actually dedicated to Archangel Michael. Ah. So where this chapel is built lies a literal gateway to hell. A seemingly Why did they dedicate it to Michael? I'll get there. Okay. A seemingly endless pit that was rumored to stretch all the way down to hell itself. So, according to the legend and reported hauntings, the Huska Castle is home to many animal-slash-human hybrids, large bat-winged creatures, and other demonic beasts since it was first built 800 years ago. Damn. As the legend goes, all of the all of Bohemia's prisoners who were sentenced to death would be granted a full pardon if they volunteered to be lowered into said hole by rope and report back on what they had witnessed down there. Now, legend has it. When an unlucky prisoner agreed to this plan, he was promptly, promptly brought to the castle, lowered into the hole, and began screaming after a matter of seconds. When they pulled him up, when they pulled the, the distraught, bleh, bleh, when they pulled the, that's all folks. Um, when they pulled the distraught prisoner, he had seemingly aged 30 years with wrinkles and gray white hair. So, knowing this history, over the years, the castle had passed through many nobility ownerships until World War II, when Germany, Germany's very own demons obtained ownership of the castle. Ooh, cute way to word that. I know. <laughs> so, I looked up this pronunciation, and I hope I get it right, but if not, you can come for me. It's fine. Okay, let's hear this pronunciation. <laughs> okay. So... The Vermont, or the Nazi military, are rumored to have partaken in some interesting studies while having ownership of this particular castle. No. Unfortunately, the Nazi exper experiments are known to have been horrifying and disgusting uses of science, and these, quote, experiments were just as dark. Apparently... The experience, experiments 
conducted at Huska Castle were occult in nature that channeled the literal powers of hell, Allah, the little literal gateway of hell beneath the chapel. Rumor has it, the higher ranked officials within the Nazi army were overtaken by a feverish or devilish extremism into occult studies while they were stationed there. So I'm like, hmm. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. That's interesting. Hmm. So, <clears throat> the demonic creatures have haunted the Czech and Prague countryside for centuries because it's, it's very close to Prague as well. Um, coming out at night to either rip apart livestock or capture villagers to consume and drag them down to hell. Jesus! I know, through this whole, what? Yeah, like, God damn. Yikes a doodle. Yikes a doodle. There are several large mur murals <clears throat> inside the Huska castle that depict dragons, pagan rituals, and demonic creatures invading the earth. There are stories of screams and cries that come from beneath the chapel's floors where the pit lies. Now to the hauntings side of it. Many shadow figures are spotted along with apparitions. A common ghostly sighting is that of a headless ghost that has a bloody wound where his head should be. He's seen like quite frequently. Right? That's what I was thinking. 100%. Um, poltergeist activity is a very, very common occurrence here. Um, many believe the castle is evil and that it brings its visitors bad luck. But the Huska Castle is currently open to the public and can be visited the next time you're traveling in the Czech Republic. Visit if you dare. Pass. So, the whole reason why, you know, um, the King of Bohemia back in some time, they don't have a specific date when he built it. It was sometime in the 1200s to 13th century was that he was building this because essentially this um, limestone cliff had like the pit to hell and like villages, villagers were terrified of it. They were um supposedly seeing creatures coming out of this hole that were like tearing apart their livestock um capturing villagers and you know killing them all of this stuff and even to the point where they would put they would try to fill up the pit with like boulders and then the obviously the pit would consume them because it's like an endless hole in the ground but um so the king was like you know what I'm going to build a fortress around this thing. I'm going to keep whatever evil is in there out. I'm going to build a chapel dedicated to the Archangel Michael to protect this, mm. you know, space. But, you know, then the Nazis came in there and they were like, hey, 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 let's tap into this energy. Let's just go ahead and fuck up some more shit. I know. Fucking Nazis. I know. And do horrible experiments. Now, it wasn't oh. just, like, they did partake in human experiments. Um, supposedly, it's all kind of like hush-hush, you know. But the biggest thing was that they were interested in uh, developing their occultism. And, like, 
does this pit really reach to how hell and how can we harness that power or you know that darkness so disgusting yeah but when you look at pictures of this castle it looks very pretty to me anyway it looks beautiful the countryside that it is surrounded by is absolutely breathtaking but when you look on the inside and you're like you know realizing that certain defenses are turned inward that was the big thing for me or the fact that the king in you know the 13th century didn't put stairs to the higher levels just literally was like no we need to take care of this and we're taking care of it like now but yeah it's so, so that weird. is the Huska castle what are Ooh. your thoughts um interesting no i'm never gonna go there but I do I want to know even more about it. Like, um, I would, like, dive so much deeper into maybe... Um, the pit of hell? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I'll, like, live vicariously through the people that have gone there. How about that? Mm -hmm. We'll, we'll read, dive into the reviews. Right. And there's, um, like, Ghost Adventure... Not Ghost Adventures. Sorry. Ghost Hunters International has been to this castle. Mm. They've been to the second one that I speak about too. Um, so they allow paranormal groups to come and investigate. And more often than not, they get um, activity reported. Or um, I can't evidence. imagine them not, especially with some of the accusations that come that are coming from it. Um, I, I mean, even just for for centuries, for them to establish that this is the it holds the pit of hell i mean yeah. that alone is quite a statement and um you know i i was gonna say i would trust the locals but based on one of my castles i would not trust the locals <laughs> and we'll get into that in a minute but you kind of have to a little bit to figure out like they know the best I know. I would like to hear what some of them have to say, too. Jesus. I know. And um, I actually didn't list this creature in my, like, my wrap-up section. Um, one of, like, the main kind of, like, humanoid creatures they see is, like, half man, half toad, half bulldog. So it's literally, like, a hellhound, like, hybrid creature that they Weird. see, like, wandering and what it, and is that one of the things that drags it into the pit? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yep. So scary. Can you even imagine? Oh, I know. But on another note, like if I was in one of the prisoners' booths, um, back in the back in the good old days, I probably would volunteer. Because at that point, like, what are you going to rot in a jail cell forever? Or are you going to just go test your luck in this pit and see what there is to see? I know, and the fact that, like, that they literally were like, hey, you're sentenced to death, but, you know, if you do this for us, you'll be pardoned. Like, what the heck? And I wonder how long that went on. I know, I know. In the tale of, like, the young man, he literally, like, there was one source I saw that it wasn't actually a prisoner. It was, like, a like a stable boy or some shit like that. But I like the prisoner aspect because they literally yeah. had that like... You're either going to die or you're going to do this for us. Exactly. You're going to die regardless. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, but yeah, that was just wild and 
terrifying. That's the castle I will not go to. Like, I'm good. Yeah, no. I'm like, good. anything that is straight up, like, this is a entrance to hell, a portal to hell, um, like, severe demonic stuff. Like, I don't have like any desire to go there even as like as i don't want to say like uh silly but louisiana um if for those of you that don't know louisiana has very dark paranormal mm, lore and energy and and it instances and occurrences in there and a lot of it wraps around the like voodoo hoodoo practices and i'm not going to say that's all of it because it's not and if you're practicing it correctly you're fine um but it's also supposedly home to legitimate vampires right and it's just and then and this is not a dig at anyone from louisiana but it kind of is even the people from louisiana are a little fucking wild Buck wild as shit, dude. They're nuts. And mm -hmm. um, but I'm right next to it. It's like you know, just a few hours away from me. But I have no desire to go ghost hunting anywhere in Louisiana. What about you? Well, we had gone quick tangent back in 2010. We were doing a road trip, me, Kayla, and our mom, and we drove and stayed in New Orleans, and we had New Orleans, and we had never been there any of all the three of us, but we were so excited because of this, you know, city has such history and it's intriguing. I definitely would go back to be honest, but, mm -hmm. um, when we went, it was very eerie because I mean, hurricane Katrina, God bless the souls of all the people that were lost and all the people who were affected by that hurricane. But it had been how many years, like six six I think it was 2000 we were it was like 2005 I think so like five or six years after Hurricane Katrina and all of the buildings on Bourbon Street had like the water line still marked they had like a the black a black line of like sludge from the water that sat there for so long on every building in the city and yeah. the the streets were still ripped up to where our this was way this was in the between time of printing out paper map quests off of yeah. mapquest.com and having a giant Garmin GPS, like, you know, that plugged into your cigarette lighter in your car. So this is like the time frame we're at. Um, for anyone who's as old as we are, who understands that odd, awkward time period. So yeah. we are going based off of this piece of shit Garmin GPS from 2010 and it ends up getting us lost at like 10 o'clock at night in New Orleans. And it's pitch black. We've never been here. We have no idea where we're at. And we're driving all over the place. And we end up getting lost in this neighborhood that's right on the edge of the shore. And I mean, the street was literally just like blah, 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 blah. They and were, we're like a cobblestone street. And the cobblestones, like the bricks were just warped. But it was just walking, yeah. even walking down Bourbon Street where it was it was like the haunting like vibe. it was so heavy, heavy. still even that yeah. many years after um and i mean the people of new orleans they're obviously tough as nails and they uh and they bounce back so quick and katrina really fucked them you know like yeah. horrible horrible but um it's an it's a 
very interesting and historical town. I just don't have a vibe to go back there. But I also like I don't like Vegas either. Well, like Vegas anything like different. that, like any big party stuff, like New Orleans, such a fun party town. Vegas, such a fun party town. Los Angeles, Houston, big party towns. I have zero interest to go to any of those. But I well, do like Vegas like, is known as Sin City for a reason. I feel like yeah. Um, Talk about good. a portal to hell. But, but yeah, that was a huge tangent. Um, I'll just say that when there's things that are reportedly, continuously reported as being more of a dark or demonic energy, I don't have a desire to go there. Brittany and I have dealt with enough um, scary like, things. Very, very scary, negative things that I'm good. Yeah. I like ghost hunting. Love it. I will go ghost, like, going on investigations with Brittany till the day we die. But once it starts turning into something demonic. I know. Peace. And that one is, it's, it's old. Like yeah. literally a king was like, you know what? This is causing a problem. Let's build this and protect like the nation That's and the crazy. world, you know? Yeah. It just blows my mind. I, um, yeah, I was like, I, was so excited to um sorry i just messed up my notes oh goodness what's happening um i was so excited to tell you about it but at the same time i was like don't google it don't look at it i know it and it's crazy because i was I, I went to this website and it was like you know the top x amount of haunted castles in europe and yours is on there right below one of mine and i was like no i just got off of the whole website i was like no i don't <laughs> care you like, said I can't see. Yeah. I'm going to start with one that's a little more, a little more, it's not positive, but it's, it's, a, it's not so horrifically negative as my neck, as my second one. Um, and it's my, it's the beautiful castle that I chose from Scotland. It's Castle Fraser. Okay. And ah. Fraser, Fraser sounds so familiar because Brittany and I are obsessed with Outlander and obviously Jamie, Jamie Fraser. Yeah. Um, so this is, uh, Castle Fraser. Now this one, it originally was owned by Alexander Stewart, who is Earl of Mar, and he began construction on this three-story tower house after his death in 1435, fucking 14 motherfucking 35, the Holy house crap. went, I know, the house went to the crown, who at the time was James II. James II granted the land known as Muchal, I think I'm saying that right, sorry, um, where Tower House stood, and also the land of Stonywood, which I loved, because that's one of our nicknames, not Stonywood, but Stony. so anyways, yeah. uh, which is just another part of the land, um, to a man named Thomas Fraser. So mm. he finished his modifications to the home in... 1455 and he named it the castle of Muchil in mar cool so the really interesting thing about castle fraser is that it stayed in family fraser for 400 years wow i know how fucking cool is that like to have that kind of ancestry where on one hand i love that our family has always traveled since we were kicked out of Finland and Scotland. <laughs> we just mm -hmm. like never stopped traveling. Um, but it also is really cool to know that 
like your family stuck there, stuck it there for 400 years. Super cool to me. Um, So the expansion that's happened to what is now known as Castle Fraser can all be thanked to the long line of Frasers that, uh, that followed Thomas after he got the land from King James II. Um, Now, a large amount of the additions happened in the mid-1500s by Michael Fraser. He's the sixth layered of Fraser, and he is the one that began the tower house's turn from the three-tower home into what they call a Z-plan castle, and that is the type of plan that it still is today. Um, Now, Michael died in 1588, and so already we're going from 1435-ish right? When, um, when King James granted it to the Fraser family. And now we're all the way in 1588. Like that's already pretty good standing of having it in your family line. But um, anyways, unfortunately, Michael died in 1588 and he left the home to his son, Andrew Fraser. Now, Andrew was, he became the new Laird of the Fraser family in 1633 and then in 1636, he died three years later. Like, how? Holy cow. I know. But his son, Andrew, kept the name in the fam. He <laughs> obviously um, inherited the home. So he continued the modifications to the house. Um, in 1644, the castle was attacked by uh, the royalist commander, Marquis of Montrose. I'm sorry. Also, Allergy season is in full effect, and I sound like I'm stuffed up. So if I keep stuffing up, I took Claire to the day, and it's not helping. <clears throat> so sorry oh, about that. Okay. So anyways, um, in 1644, the castle was attacked by Royalist Commander Marquis of Montrose. But luckily for the Frasers, Frasers... The commander had very limited supplies, which is so freaking weird. He had very limited supplies and even less amount of time to attack the Fraser Castle. Um, that it, uh, the castle remained relatively unharmed. Wow, very weird. And interestingly enough, this was the only time that the castle would see any true military action, was that one time. And it barely was touched at all. So super beneficial for the Fraser family. Not so beneficial for the idiot commander that showed up for a fight. Ill-equipped. Yeah, yeah. Like, why would you what are you even thinking? But who am I to judge, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, now, the castle is still standing. And it is filled currently with so many historical artifacts, including family portraits and... Um, I want to keep wanting to say like memorabilia, but uh, it's more like heirlooms of the family Fraser from all of these 400 years that they inhabited the castle. Um, it also includes a spy hole, secret staircases, um, and hidden trap doors. Whoa. Yeah. So that's a little bit of the history on Castle Fraser. It is okay. still standing it's open to the public you can go and see it it's pretty i mean amazing when you really think of how how old these castles are and i know yours was like 1100 1200 um ad but still it's like these are amazingly old castles and we can still visit them today it's 
that's what's cool to me. Yeah. Um, so now that we've gone into the history side, let's talk about the ghostliest side. Now, Castle Fraser, like many other old castles that you're going to see or any old places in general, it ha- it's going to have its little quirks. It's going to have its ghostly whispers. Yeah. Its footsteps. Okay. It's shenanigans. Obviously, it's an older house that stone and that wood it holds in energy for exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like that's the thing that a lot of people they they're rebuttaled to um to paranormal activity lately has been well, why don't you see ghosts from more modern times? It's like, well, when you do, if you go out looking for them, they are still around. Um, it doesn't have to be a colonial haunting. You know, that's part of that narcissistic american thing um there's ghosts everywhere yeah but if you go to something that's more historical and that has been kept in kept (coughs) you know well kept for hundreds and hundreds of years the people that lived in those homes that's the energy that's going to predominantly be there which is why anyways and i hate having that argument but i do like to at least point it out because a lot of people are under the impression that when ghost hunters or ghost adventures or anything like that are going to places that they're getting these 700 year old ghosts. And that's not always accurate. So right in the sense of this one, it is, and you'll understand why castle Fraser has these two very prominent spirits. And right now when I talk about them, so the first one could not find the name of this young woman anywhere, like literally anywhere. They all just referred to her as the princess. Okay. So, I know. Um, So, the ghost of a young princess. It is said that the princess came to visit the Frasers as a guest. So, she was here for a few days. She ended up uh, going to sleep in her guest room, which they called the green room, which is interesting because Brittany and I had a haunted green room (laughs) Mm -hmm. at one of the houses that we stayed at. So, uh, her guest room was the green room, and she went to go to sleep in the green room one night. During her stay while she was asleep, she was awoken by her murderer. And this bitch-ass coward brutally murdered her in the green room and dragged her bloody body down the stairs and out the door of the castle. So down the one of the main tower stairs and out the door of the castle. Now, there are um, conflicting arguments. One, saying that they never found out who did it. I would imagine if it was a legitimate princess that hell would have broken loose and they would have fucking figured it out. They probably would have burnt Castle Fraser to the ground. But um, that was not in any reports. The only thing that I did find was one report saying that he was caught dragging her body out of the house. Yeah. And he was murdered on the spot right there by the whole family Fraser that found him. I only saw that in one spot. So I'm not saying that that is 100% fact. They don't even have her name anywhere. But that is Mm -hmm. what I would like to go with is that her murderer was caught immediately and murdered. Yeah. (sighs) The horrible thing is that the princess forever left her mark on of her tragic death by leaving the stairs that he dragged her down bloodstained to this day. Now, even back in the day, they tried everything to get the bloodstains off of the stone, and they couldn't. So back in the day, the Fraser family covered the bloodstains with wood paneling, and you can still see it. 
So the wood paneling is still up today. And you can see the blood stains through the wood, not through the wood paneling, but there's parts of it that you can still see her blood. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you do see her, excuse me, walking up and down the stairs. And you hear, they didn't tell me her age, obviously, um, but it's often reported of uh, screams and children laughing at Castle Fraser. Now, mm. there's a second ghost that is seen quite frequently, and that would be Lady Blanche Drummond, who died of consumption in 1874. Now, those of you who don't know what it means to die of consumption, that would be tuberculosis. So she is seen very regularly in a long black gown roaming all over the castle and the castle grounds. And staff and guests see her constantly, almost nightly. And she mm -hmm. just is kind of walking, chilling. And um, so along with her, she doesn't do much. She doesn't attack. Nothing is um, evil at Castle Fraser that I'm aware of, that I read. Um, but staff and guests also report hearing children laughing, ghostly whispers, and piano playing from the Great Hall. Oh. So to me, I think, like, if you're a Fraser in 2023, you know that, that is, those are your ancestors. That home was owned by your family for 400 years. If you go back there, you'd probably feel a strong sense of, you know, heritage and right. family there. And I think that's just fucking amazing, you know? Like, not a lot of people have that. And um, if you do, that's fucking cool as shit. Yeah. I don't know. So I liked to put a little spin on it. It is horrific what happened to the princess. And I wish I had any more information on that. But yeah. I don't. Couldn't find anything. Poor baby. I will say the one thing I don't, because I was going to ask you, like, do they have pictures of the bloodstained stairs? But then the other side of me is like, cover it up. Like, don't, it's almost like, um, and this is like a fine line. Yeah. It's like profiting off of someone's like, fortune. It's like, when do you start charging people to come see a tragedy? Right. You know, but then when you look at different things, like even um, like where the Twin Towers stood and yeah. now they have that memorial for it. On one hand, you're like this. It's not like an exciting thing to go see. Right. But it's like a meaningful thing to go see, you know, like it moves you. And I feel mm -hmm. like that's how I would feel walking near her bloodstains, because honestly, no matter where you walk in the world someone's died there. Right. You know, we humans have been around for 300,000 years. Every, like they, there's death everywhere. Right. Um, but when it comes so brutal like that and so personal as she's sleeping as a guest in a home, like, yeah, I don't know. And they didn't have like, was it like, um, they didn't have any specific details like as Nothing. to why. And I mean nowhere. Like I got, heck? I dug fucking deep. Like I'm talking like page 10 on Google. Like I'm at the oog in Google. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. And um, no, they just refer to her as the princess. 
Wow. Yeah. I would like to like deep dive into that and to see. Well, I want to go. I know, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to hop on a plane and go to Scotland. Yeah. But like literally, because I bet it's just like so moving to be there anyways. I know. And we, like we've said before, we have ancestry traced back to Scotland. Mm -hmm. It's one of the big um, hits according to our DNA and our ancestry. Um, Scotland is a huge hitter. And I think it would be incredible. Um, There's actually a town in Scotland where our family was run, our ancestors were ran out of town and nobody knows specifically why, but there's like still a written law, like old, old timey law that if one of the descendants of this said family walks on the town's ground that you would be like killed on the spot and it'd be lawful. And I'm like, what the hell happened? Who knows? And at that point, I mean, look at us in 2023 and we're doing a spiritual podcast. Who fucking knows what our ancestors did? Yeah. It was probably us in a past life. I know. What did we do? Shit up. Yeah. Who knows? And who really wants to know? I mean, I know. Well, I, I kind of do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. But yeah, that's, that's an interesting thing. But I definitely want to go to Scotland. And if I do, I'm going to definitely go check out their castles. Absolutely. Was the, um, has the castle been featured in any like films or TV shows? Um, the Queen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which I never watched. I haven't watched. Me neither. I, 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 I feel strongly about the royal family and not in a happy way because I'm an American. <laughs> and. <laughs> Hey, so a bunch of Americans are obsessed with the royal family. No, they are, and it, it just, I mean, like, cool, great, but, like, could you guys give half a fuck about our own political situation without giving a shit about the one that we broke away from 200 yeah. years ago? I mean, Jesus. But I will say I love Princess Diana, obviously, to this day. Yes. But, like... That I've seen like the clips of it of like that son of a bitch like and Princess Diana like why should I care about her because I care about her yeah like dude shut the fuck up bitch ass king anyways because <laughs> I dropped my mic Yeah. Morning, noon, and night. Oh, I care about her. I know. I'm like, whatever, dude. Right, whatever. How about that? Can I just ask? Yeah. Side note to our YouTube watchers, what is on your arm? Oh, it's um calamine lotion. <laughs> I have been getting eaten For alive what? by mosquitoes. Um. Yeah, mosquitoes, gnats, like. George actually has gnats that bite you. Like, Ew, I, when I say I'm in, like, the pit of hell, because all of, like, the... <laughs> oh, I thought you were in Georgia. Not... <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Not the Czech Republic? Is that what that one was? I know. Because we literally have, like, um, every venomous snake. Not every. Let's, <laughs> let's reel that in. 
We have um, water moccasins, copperheads, rattlesnakes, alligators. Rattlesnakes. <laughs> rattlesnakes. Um, gnats that bite you, mosquitoes. It's just, we got a lot going on here. And I always like joke, like the beasts that roam this place. What if, where am I? Dramatic. But anyway, yeah, bad mosquito bite. Had to put on some lotion. I even have another one over there. It's good times here. Great times. Um, Okay. So let's talk about my last castle for this episode. Now, I looked at the pronunciation. There were two different versions of the pronunciation, which I'm like, great, cool. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going with the first one that I heard, and hopefully I get it right. Now, I will be honest. When I first saw this castle name, I was like, Pajama Castle. (laughs) No, you – oh, no. No, you didn't. Yeah. It's actually called the (laughs) – Hopefully, it's called <laughs> the Pradyama Castle. And oh. it, like I said before, it is another Central European castle located in southern Slovenia. And it's known as the Pradyama Castle. And it dates back to the 1200s again. Now, this particular castle is built into the into a mouth of a cave and this enormous but disguised castle was designed designed with a gothic look again Mm -hmm. and eventually refurbished for a more renaissance-esque style castle but it is actually known as the world's largest cave castle that is world records um honestly looking at pictures of this which you guys can debate with me, but it really reminded me of um, Helm's Deep in Lord of the Rings, how it was built into the mountain that Mm. way. And there were Mm -hmm. like secret passages within the cave system because little nugget there. Oh. So (laughs) the castle itself is home to a large armory, a chapel, a torture chamber, a beautiful kitchen, secret passageways, a gorgeous view of the valley below, a drawbridge, and many other little fun castle nuggets, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, the tale of Sylvania's very own Robin Hood, just to jump right into it. Oh. Yes. Now, this name I... Again, I looked at the pronunciation. There was a couple different um, ways of spelling and a couple different pronunciations as well. So just bear with me. So the tale of Sylvania's very own Robin Hood. His name was um, Erasmus von Lug. Had killed a very high-ranking count who was a very powerful seat holder in the imperial court of Sylvania in 1840, or I'm sorry, in 1480. Now, Aramis fled to the Pradyama castle and withstood a year and a day long standoff between military forces who were trying to arrest him, obviously bring him to justice, and himself. 
Did he now, live there? He was like living <clears throat> there. Yes. So, and he at the time was, um, he was a knight. So um, kind of interesting. Now they were actually, the military forces were like, we got this guy surrounded. He's going to like starve there. We're going to draw him out because we're not leaving. But he was escaping through, excuse me, the secret tunnels. And he would actually like, excuse me, <laughs> energy drink. <laughs> he would um, have, I don't know if it was someone delivered them or whatever, but he would almost mock the military troops by like showing them, hey, look, I have cherries. And they're like, where the fuck did you get cherries? And he's like, you'll never know kind of thing. But there were secret passageways in the castle because it's literally built in the mouth of a cave. And he'd pop out the other side to like a village and be like, hey, give me some beer. Anyway, <sighs> long story short, he reportedly used the many secret passageways to gain outside supplies, like I just said, <laughs> and potentially see his true love. Now, this was written in like a couple spots. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to add it because okay. you love. Why not? <laughs> not necessarily like a factual thing, but I'm going to put it in there because it kind of adds to the spice. Now, unfortunately, 360 days, 66 days after he began this standoff, he was betrayed by a castle servant who alerted the military force when Iramis went to use an outhouse on the third level terrace of the castle. He was literally on the potty when they launched a cannonball and killed him instantly. Oh, that's fucked up. Like, that is rotten luck right there. That's rotten luck. <laughs> Ain't that some shit. Yep. And now, um, in Game of Thrones, if you've seen Game of Thrones, um, the creator of it wanted to, he visited this castle and he wanted to take like part of the inspiration he saw there and like contribute it to Game of Thrones. So, um, Westeros has a couple different, like he took like some parts of this particular castle and added it into there. Um, the Lannister, I believe it was the Lannister's father right he died by getting shot with an arrow on the toilet which is kind of like homage to this man so he kind mm. of like took a couple little things from this particular story which i was like okay <laughs> go off but um now i mentioned the torture chamber now this place it's kind of funny because when i was looking and researching this um a couple of the pictures looked pretty familiar to our witch trials episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The torture devices, the whole setup <laughs> of the chamber itself. I was like, yikes a doodle. This is very like familiar. Anyway. So this particular chamber was built literally in one of the many caverns that surrounded the castle. It features the rack which we talked about in our witch trial episode, um, where the victim was literally stretched like arms, like almost like, um, like, sorry, arms above your head, legs straight 
out in front of you. Gosh, I'm not explaining this right. No, Pause. you are stretched. Okay. <laughs> Literally stretched like Laffy Taffy until you give them the information they want, you admit to whatever they want, or until you unfortunately pass away. Now, I mentioned torture chambers in my kind of opening to this particular castle. Ugh. This particular chamber was built literally into one of the many caverns that surrounded the castle. It features one of the devices we actually talked about on our witch trials episode. Um, and actually when I was looking into this particular castle and seeing like how their whole setup was in these dungeons, it was very reminiscent of what we yeah. our research for that particular episode in the medieval torture devices that they used. Now, one of the main um, torture devices or features of this particular dungeon was the quote rack. And we talked about this, like I said, on our um, witch trial episode, but it's literally where the victim is being stretched out with like their arms, you know, on one end, their legs on the other, and they're being pulled apart, almost like Laffy Taffy, um, until the proper information was given or until they unfortunately died. Now, there was also another device that I hadn't heard of before. So buckle up for safety. Yeah, and it was called the horse. Now, the horse was actually a triangular shaped iron device that the victim was meant to sit on or straddle like a horse. And it's literally triangular shaped. So how uncomfortable do you think that was? Literally to sit on the point of the triangle. Yeah. Why? Yeah. I know. I know. Now, along the dungeon walls, there was a pretty gnarly discovery. Um, when they had broken through some of the, not um, the cave walls or like the cavern walls, but like man-made walls, they discovered bones. Now, they had several victims that were literally bricked behind a wall and left for dead. Yuck. Um, yeah. So overlooking this particular torture chamber was what they called a courtroom where they would kind of like um, hand out like the, the convictions and things like that. Now within this said courtroom is a door, wooden door, that led to a 207 foot cave opening in the floor where the convicted would be executed on the spot. So you would literally, in the courtroom, have like your whole session, oh, you're convicted, you're guilty, and then they would walk you to this whole opening and like push you down, like this is Sparta kind of death, and then you would fall, fall, fall to your death and die. Now what's really sad about this is that within this 207 foot cave, there are tons of bones, tons of bones. And they haven't like two, 
of the sources that listed this particular fact um, all said that they have not retrieved or buried the bones. That it's just there's so many that they can't. Yeah, like, how could you? Them. I know. And I was just like, gosh, that's been really horrible. Horrifying. Horrible. Um, a couple other oddities to this particular castle. Um, in 1511, there was a massive earthquake that nearly destroyed the castle and the family that inhabited it. And in 1991, ho, 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 my birth year, um, a fully loaded treasure chest was discovered in the castle cellar. What? Yeah, isn't that crazy? So, <laughs> yeah. So, breeze right past that. Yeah, what? By, found by who? I don't know. It was Historians? Yeah. I mean, like, where is it? It's probably in a museum somewhere, you know. It's probably sold. There's probably, like, two doubloons <laughs> in a museum right. somewhere. Exactly. Now, on to the ghost, ghosts and the hauntings. Obviously, Aramis's ghost is seen around the castle, angry and looking for a way to avenge himself. Um, many reports of footsteps and disembodied voices, wailing and cries for help are often heard and have been captured and featured by paranormal teams. Like I said, Ghost Hunters International has been to this castle as well. Now, below the castle within the caves, there are large amounts of mineral mines, mainly quartz and iron. And the castle itself is built into like limestone. Um, now, kind of limestone going, again. I know. Going back to what we were talking about, you were talking about, I should say, about wood and stone, like retaining energy. Crystals, like we, I mean, if you're spiritual at all, you mo more than likely believe that crystals you know, minerals contain and give off certain energies and they also hold energy. So if you think about this mine below the castle, it's almost like a charged battery. Mm -hmm. And limestone is a very huge conductor. I don't know if I would say conductor, a holder of energy, which both my castles are... <laughs> <laughs> Howley's going crazy. Yeah, he bit me all hard. Like, oh, not geez. good to play right now. Are in limestone. So yeah. I just think. Well, that's... I feel like. I feel like there's something. I'm going to have to look it up. Um, but there's something about the devil with limestone and sulfur. Okay. There's something about it that I'm like. Twing, 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 twing. But it's like um, limestone is something. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah. And um, a lot of people kind of say like, oh, well, that big earthquake that happened that killed members of that family and like their um, servants and things like that they could potentially be the disembodied voices. Or I'm like, how about all the people that were tortured there? How about all the people that were freaking sent to their deaths literally by falling through a pit? Yeah. Like, my goodness. Anyway, this castle on the outside 
it looks so beautiful. <laughs> um, it did remind me of Lord of the Rings, just looking at it real quick and being like, oh, it's built into like the mountains. Oh, and it's a part of a cave system. Like that's really neat. It looks beautiful, but within the actual castle itself, it is so um, not just physically cold, but it's it's it wasn't really meant ever to be a home, if that makes sense. Like the the person who kind of like took care of the castle, their particular room was the only. Oh, sorry. I turned my laptop off and my lights plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, this looks scary. <laughs> my teeth is the only thing you see. <laughs> <laughs> the castle ghosts are here. Literally. No. Um, is your filming room as dark and cold as the curator's room? <laughs> really? They're like, bitch, say what? Um... The entire castle in and of itself is extremely cold. It's extremely just, you know, think of being in like a damp, cold cave. It's a lot like that in the castle. Not a lot of warmth there. Um, no beautiful murals of dragons and devils, at least. Yeah. But, yeah. So those did those they things? did they ever fix the the hole in the outhouse from the cannon? I wonder. Yes. So that actually, I mean, clearly, when it got hit by the cannonball, it was destroyed along with poor Aramis. Um, but they actually reconstructed it, and now it is open as a museum. Actually, um, I believe I remember the in World War Two, the Communist Party. Um, they took over the castle, kind of like kicked out the people who were living there and turned it into a museum. So it is a museum now. You can go and visit it. Um, but yeah, they did recreate the outhouse, unfortunately. It's very sad. Well, fortunately, if you have to go to the bathroom. I mean. But can you imagine going in there and like like sitting on the toilet and then him being like you know what's what happened last time someone sat on the toilet what do you mean like what's that sound you know you oh, know we heard I, it coming I, even right now i was like what do you mean <laughs> testing testing one two yeah, shake it out we're getting spooked yeah. <laughs> and you don't even know the half of it i'm about to spook you even more with my next one. Oh gosh okay yeah, but yeah, poor guys just trying to take a poop and I know that is what we call a shitty situation. <laughs> yeah, he got the shit end of the stick there. Yeah, he sure did. Yeah, he sure did. <laughs> so, oh, my second castle of the night is in Austria. It is the Muschem Castle in Austria. So if any of you are from Austria or you have been to this castle, please tell me what you thought about it, like in person, because I can only freaking imagine. And there's a part of me that wants to go for like historical reasons and I want to feel the vibe of it. But there's also a more real part of me that's like, I will never fucking go here. 
Okay, so really? let's, let's get into it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so the Musham Castle. This castle is home to some dark ass motherfucking memories. So prepare yourselves. Okay. But let's start at the beginning. It is said that the castle itself is built upon the ruins or the foundation of a Roman fortress. But there is no legitimate evidence to equate those claims. So that's, it's just kind of trying to give you an idea of how old it could possibly be. The okay. first documentation of it dates back to 1191. But wow. it then, yeah. But then it goes years and years without any documentation until about the 14th century. So kind of interesting. Um, but that's still old, old as shit, my dude. Like <laughs> old as Earmus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, dude. Like that's rough living for that dude. But yeah, so this is a very old ass castle. Okay. Okay. Um, the castle itself was involved in at least 45 bloody battles, witch trials, and even werewolf trials. Oh, wow. Yes. So if you've listened to our witch trial episode, you know how absolutely disgusting the witch hunt was in Europe for 400 years. Um, plus. Yeah, 400 plus years. Jeez Louise, this bang. Um, and like you said, it was definitely giving me uh, witch trial vibes from our episode when I was reading about this because it just, and it brought up all those same feelings of just being absolutely infuriated. Yeah. Um, but it's such a different twist on the witch trials than what we were used to. So the witch trials that happened at this location, <laughs> I'm going to put the word on here, okay? But... It's Zuber Jackal. Zuber -er Jackal. Ber -er -er Jackal. Z A U B E R E R J A C K L. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> I could not pronounce that right, even if I tried. So I do apologize if I offend anyone, but I'm letting you know that's quite a witch trial name. Okay. So those trials specifically were held at this castle and everything about this set of witch trials was held at this castle from the accusations to the executions. The oh, everything happened here, including the court, the imprisonments, the tortures and the executions. Everything happened at this castle. A total of 139 people were executed. 113 of these were male, which is so fucking odd. Yeah. Um, 39. Yeah. Usually it's women for witch trials. Um, 39 of the executed were children. The oh youngest, the youngest being 10. Oh. Yeah. Um, and the oldest being 80. What yeah. in the world? I know. She, yeah. Um, most were between the ages of 15 and 21 years old and so still children yeah and 21 of the executed people were of unknown ages so sure, we have no sure. idea yeah probably way younger than 10 yeah um so it's all just pretty fucking disgusting but before any executions happened the tortures did of course 
And they were nothing short of cutting off hands to being branded on your chest with hot iron. What yeah. were they brand? Do you know? Uh, crosses. And oh, I don't know if anything gosh. else. Yeah. Just so, so fucking stupid. And what year um, was this? I'm sorry. This is going to be between seven, uh, 1675 and 1690. Holy crap. Yeah. So um, just brutal as fuck kind of tortures, especially when you're looking at the age of some of these children. Can you remember? Oh, that's yeah. The 10 year old. Yeah. Oh like that's exactly what I thought too. Um, Yuck. So the killings were standard for witch hunts. They were involved hanging, decapitation, or being burned alive at the stake. Mm. And the specific witch, this specific witch hunt, like I said, went on from 1675 to 1690. So over 15 years. Over 15 years, over almost 150 people died. Yeah, 139. But 109 of the executions happened just in 1681. Yeah, 109 of the executions happened in one year. So, to say that this place is fucking oozing pure evil is pretty accurate, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, A hundred years after the witch hunt, the castle fell into financial hardship. When the, yeah, exactly, boo fucking who. When the archbishop, but they get theirs. But so when the archbishop of the church that funded the castle financially decided to dissolve their funding, um, then the locals, like right after the church took away their funding and um, the castle started to decline financially, the locals outside of the castle started finding, started finding mutilated animals around the grounds. Okay. And then the locals immediately blamed the remaining people, like the residents of the castle. And um, the locals said that they believed that they were werewolves and that they came out of the castle at night um, with these claims. And so they, that they would come out at night and they would mutilate and eat these animals and then go back into the castle. Okay. So the locals decided to go into the castle and capture all of the residents that were there, living there, working there, didn't matter, brought them all out into the courtyard of the castle and murdered them all. Yep. And once that happened, the castle was abandoned for a little while. How, I'm sorry, how Mm -hmm. long, how many years after the witch trials did the werewolf? Um, like a hundred. Holy shit. Yeah. It ended in 1690, and then it started the financial decline because of the archbishop pulling his funding out was in 1790. <clears throat> what? I have no words. Um, I was thinking, like, okay, like, it could have been, like, right after, and then you're getting, like, the comeuppance of the people that did that. But um, that seems just as, like, you know... Just yeah, as, just as fucking horrific. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you because these people they didn't senseless is what I was trying. Yeah, to they didn't have the witch trials happening, and who knows exactly why the archbishop dissolved the funding? No idea, but he did. You know, wow. so it's just it's weird. But there is 
something I'm going to read like word for word off of um, Little House of Horrors website. And it's okay. titled Other Tales and Legends of Musham Castle. So there are many tales and legends that surround Musham Castle. One of the stories is about a bailiff named Anton. Anton ruled Musham Castle in the mid-1800s. He, he was nicknamed Scorgen Tony and was known for his cruelty. He took pleasure in torturing his prisoners in the most horrible ways, and he even mistreated his own parents. Even though Tony's behavior was well known throughout the entire region, he was never punished for his crimes, and the locals started to believe that he had sold his soul to the devil. Wow. Yeah. One night, when the storm swept over the land, Scorgen Tony made his final round in the dungeon. He really enjoyed seeing the wounds and pain that he inflicted during the day. Satisfied, he went up to his apartment. When he heard the terrible storm, an uncomfortable thought popped in his mind. He decided to shake the feeling off by taking a drink and sitting down. In the meantime, a carriage drawn by four shiny black horses came closer to the castle's gates. The gates opened for the unknown guest as if done by magic. The carriage stopped in the castle's courtyard and a figure dressed in black got out of it. Tony nearly had dozed off when he was suddenly startled by a knock at the door. Who in the world would set out on a night like this? He opened the door and he saw the figure in black. The stranger started to speak. Good night, dear man. I come from hell and my prince ordered me to prepare you for your journey. Tony started to plead. He knew this day was coming eventually, but he wasn't ready to face his fate. But the dark figure was ruthless and dragged Tony along his carriage and took him down to hell for eternity. Whoa. Yeah. Ew, whoa. Sorry, Tony. Sorry, Tony. Bye. Sayonara, sucker. So, again, are those claims legitimate? No fucking idea. Who the fuck is Tony? <laughs> Who no saw fucking this, idea. Uh... Who yeah. saw this conversation? Probably one of the prisoners, like, get yours, <laughs> bitch, get yours. Like, who right. fucking knows? Um, but I thought that that was a good, a good little ending to the history of mm -hmm. Musham um, Castle. Now, some of the ghostly things that happened there, I'm sure, are non-fucking-stop. Yeah. But the biggest claim about this house is the feeling that you are being watched everywhere you go in the house the entire time you're there the torture chamber is where you feel the most watched um it is the hardest place to be in out of the entire castle and it's it's like a heavy pressured feeling inside of it um as well as reports of being breathed on which is just yuck it how He's just going through the window. So, um, white masses have been reported as well as shadows figures in the corridors, footsteps and doors opening and closing on their own. A lot of EVPs captured. I do believe that Ghost Hunters International went here as well, but I'd have to double check. Um, but EVPs are captured constantly. And of course, loud bangs are heard all around the castle all the time. Mm. And that is the sad, horrible story of Musham Castle in Austria. I 
I know like a lot of really horrible, senseless murders. A lot of them happened. But I almost would want to go just to like offer my condolences. Yeah. It's so weird how um, when it comes to stuff like, like the witch hunt and the werewolf hunt, I guess, it just seems it's so stupid and it's clearly just like it's so obvious when it comes to any of the witch hunts that it's the government trying to control a little bit more and enact fear in their people to prevent them from healing themselves, furthering their education so that they may one day overthrow their government. Um, it's all such a ploy surrounded around fear and all these people had to die because of it. Or even just like mania within the yeah. community. Oh, yeah. Who do you, who the fuck do you think came up with the, werewolves. oh, uh, werewolves? Out of yeah. all the things that they could be <laughs> mutilating them. Like, oh, you know what? Them, them fools is werewolves. Yep. Could be. I mean, shit, what do we know? They're dead now, so. But still, my goodness. Unbelievable. And it didn't sound like the church cared much about those executions either. Yeah. They happened so quickly. That's, that's so senseless and horrible. Yeah. Yikes. Crazy stuff, but those are our Haunted Castles, part one. Yes, and we've got part two. We're going to have several parts just because when we were looking into this subject, there were tons and tons of haunted castles and castles literally all over the world that have such history that we think deserve to be told. So we will definitely be rele releasing some castle episodes either bi-monthly or, you know, just frequent. So keep an eye out for them. If you guys have been to these castles, we would love to hear about your experiences. So definitely let us know about them. Tell us about your experience. Are there any castles that you want us to look into? Let us know. Okay. And we will. Absolutely. And like Britt said, if you guys have been to these castles, Literally, we're both like foaming at the mouth, dying to know what they're like in person. And us being stuck in America, we don't have the luxury of going over there. So if you guys have been there, please comment on our YouTube if you can and let us know. Send us an email. Again, if you guys are watching this on YouTube, hello. If you'd rather watch it on a podcast or listen to it on the podcast, we have Apple and Spotify podcasts at the Twisted Twins podcast. If you're listening to us and you want to see this episode with us in person or any of our other episodes, our YouTube is The Twisted Twins Podcast. We are also on Instagram and TikTok at The Twisted Twins Podcast. And if you want to send us an email, you can too. You guessed it. The Twisted Twins Podcast at gmail.com. We are everywhere as The Twisted Twins Podcast. But definitely, if you guys want to hear more of us, watch more of our episodes, or if you have good ideas that you want to throw at us, let us know because we're dying to uh, fill that need for you. <laughs> yes, exactly. You you guys know we're all about spooky shit, so yes. we're in for it. 
Um, other than that, we hope you guys have a very happy and a safe weekend. You take care and, and stay, stay twisted. twisted. Bye. Bye.